We take you also, since we're visiting the East Coast right now, New Hampshire, let's go over to Maine. We're a neighbor dispute. We talked about this. A garage that was built over the property line. What do you do? Anybody remember that episode of the Flintstones when they figured out that the house was like somebody's house was over the others? Was it Fred's? And they painted a line right yeah. down right down the middle of the TV screen. Well, uh, at Gabe and Tracy Braun's place, that's exactly what happened except with the garage. And uh, Tracy's on the phone. And the neighbors were fine up until the original guy passed away. Is that correct, Tracy? That is correct. All right. And so things got bad when the new neighbors, they started renting the house out. And what? They were being disrespectful to you guys? Well, it's really been a long process, to be honest with you. You know, as soon as the dad died, this place really got crazy and chaotic. You know, the son lived there with a bunch of his wild, crazy friends. Um, you know, a lot of criminal activity over there, police ambulances coming and going all the time. Um, and then the last couple of years have just really been the worst. You know, last year they had um, a couple of tenants that moved in there with the son. He lived there as well. And, you know, it was constant, um, you know, sitting in the driveway, beeping all night long when we complained about it the one time we did call the cops. They didn't do anything about it. Then these neighbors were prompted to literally drive by our house every night from 1130 at night until 430 okay. in the morning. Okay, so, so they're, okay, 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 wait, wait, wait. Yeah. they were un- unneighborly. Let's leave it at that, okay? <laughs> I don't want to go through yeah. every single instance, but they were unneighborly. And it came to a head uh, around Memorial Day, and your husband decides he's had enough. They get a, you guys get a survey out, a surveyor out there, and reveal that in fact the property line goes right through the middle of the garage. So your husband takes out a sawzall and cuts the garage in half. Is that right? He did. He did. He yeah. did. <laughs> How many blades does it take? How many sawzall blades does it take, and how long? Well, it took two sawzalls because uh, we he burnt out the first one going through the asphalt. Yeah. Um, so it was literally two sawzalls, so at least two blades. Yeah. Um, and it really only took about five hours total. I think what took the longest was waiting for the cherry picker to come and pick up the half of the garage and put it on inside of the property. So okay, so it was their garage, but you guys and I got a props to you. You gave them their half back, even though technically it should be yours because it's on your property. So you got a cherry picker and lifted it up and put it back on their property. You got it. Okay. Did you leave room for error? Like, if I was going to do this, I'd want to make, I mean, you're making an obvious point here, and the photos are hilarious. Um, (laughs) But, you know, you want to leave some room uh, for margin of error, like, even though you've had it surveyed. You know, you don't want to end up cutting into their part of the garage on their property because then you're going to find yourself in a whole lot of trouble. Well, to be completely honest with you, um, there is still one foot of the garage remaining there that actually belongs to us. Uh Because when the surveyors set the pin, they allowed for one foot extra for like a um, spite fence. Okay. Right? So there's technically one more foot that belongs to us and... There's a five-foot right-of-way, so technically he's going to take off six more feet of garage to be in compliance. Right, if they get crazy, if they don't settle down, you guys are going to take more 
of your garage. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this all happens, and you can see the pictures at twodorks.com. What's been the reaction of the neighbors? Uh, They really haven't had a reaction. Uh, They hired their own surveyor to come in and contest the survey. Uh, To my knowledge, you know, they haven't set the pins because, again, if they set the pins, we would have one more foot of property line. So they really haven't come around. They really haven't said anything. I mean, these aren't good people. So they don't have a good reputation in town, and they really don't have a leg to stand on at this point. So they've kind of, at this time, you know, been been quiet, which has been wonderful. The neighborhood has been rejoiced that we haven't really had any incidents with them yeah. since the garage came down. Okay, and just for clarity, they don't have a leg to stand on. Your husband don't didn't go and get the sawzall and, and fix that too, did he? <clears throat> He didn't. He okay. would love to, but he didn't. Well, it's good to be. It's good to remain in some sort of self control. Whose who's idea was it to cut the garage in half? Was it yours or was it your husband's? Uh, well, I'm pretty sure it was his. However, we do work, you know, in tandem with each other. Oh yeah. So, um, you know, it should have definitely been something I threw out and he ran with, but I think it was him. Okay. <laughs> and did the police get involved or or? So they were around every step of the way because of the vol, you know, the way that it was so volatile with these guys. We made sure, like, when the surveyor set his pins, we called the police over and, you know, made them aware of where the pins were being set. So, you know, I mean, they were involved, but they weren't directly involved. They were more of a keeping things civil as much as possible. And were people home as you guys are cutting through the garage? Like, are they, can you see, like, they're their eyes peeking out through the living room window or something or was nobody around no no so they really haven't been there for a while they really just rented out to different people um Ah. or not even rented out they just allow stragglers to stay there okay and um so i'm sorry a car just stopped right in front of me um (laughs) so um you know they weren't around um but they were very aware of what was going on you know i mean i'll tell you i live in a little teeny tiny quiet town in northern maine and we've had probably 200 cars a day drive by our house well you got to get a picture of that that's a it's an architectural landmark well not to mention if it's for rent you know a lot of times you'll rent a house that has a one and a half car garage yeah but very seldom will you see an ad for a car with a a house with a half garage half car garage <laughs> right right <laughs> so i don't think that they necessarily rent it as much as they just let their friends kind of go in crash and out in yeah you know how come yeah, you need a place to crash you so. guys should just buy the the entire property and knock the whole damn thing down listen before things get so volatile we tried yeah. you know so this, this woman, I, I love the mom, and I feel terrible that all of this has gone down, but, you know, she could have put a stop to what her son was doing. We tried uh, last fall. We went. We uh, got a loan from the bank specifically to be able to buy this property. Yeah. We offered them money for it. It's less than a quarter acre of land. The trailer is trash, literally trash. We don't want it. Like, we have to tear it down to buy the property. We offered them $12,000 for less than a quarter of an acre of land, and they declined and said they wanted twenty. And we were like, sorry, we're not paying $20,000 for a quarter acre of land. We'll give you $12,000 cash right now. 
and they declined it. And I honestly think that it was because we didn't give them the twenty thousand dollars that, that they wanted uh, that things got so bad. Hey Tracy, call them up today and say, you know what? We were going to give you twenty, but now taking a look at the, there's only half a garage. We're going to give you ten. Would you take ten? Because it. <laughs> How did you know the garage would stand after cutting out one wall of it? Well, my husband's amazing. He really is. He's a brilliant mind, you know, and he he definitely wouldn't have done it if he thought that it was just going to collapse on itself. But, you know, the way that the structure was engineered, you could, you know, see that the cross members were there to be able to hold it up. And honestly, they could slap a couple of two-by-fours on it and have a salt shed-looking thing right now. And your husband they, uh, is available. They could hire him to do it, probably. But the cost is going to be $20,000. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's done work for free for them in the past when he, they oh. needed their plumbing fix, you know? So, I mean, it's not like it would be unlike him to say, yeah, you know, bygones are bygones, and well, I'll help you guys out because you need the help. You know, I mean, that's sure. the kind of people we are. I mean, uh, this uh, looks really bad, but this really was just so much that drove him over the edge. Oh, know? I think we all have been there. It gets to the point where you everybody has a breaking point, and you guys clearly got to that point. And I think our listeners and, and people who see these pictures say, yeah, I, I wish I had the balls to do that. You know, because if you get to that, and I think everybody has had a neighbor, whether it's the street or the house you live in currently, across the street, upstairs, downstairs, if you live in an apartment, that everybody has can relate to this on some level. But we're living vicariously you know, through you sad, guys. I think the saddest thing, though, is honestly that there's no scenario that I could ever imagine something like this happening if the dad was still alive. Oh, really? And the son wasn't just allowed to run amok. I mean, the dad was honestly a good friend. You know, we we liked him a lot. He was just a great guy. You know, he served in the military a long time ago. I mean, just always a positive guy, always walked around with a smile on his face. You know, I mean, again, I just don't see there being any scenario in the world where this would have happened had the dad still been alive. Like, it doesn't matter that it was on our property. We would have let it stand forever had we not been through the things that we've been through in the last couple of years with this guy. Uh, okay, I, and I think that's you've made that pretty, pretty apparent. I'm. Uh, you know, that's you guys. You guys did everything possible. To, to, you know, this is the last course of action. I'm sort of eyeballing these pictures here. We got them up at twodorks.com, and um, um, I'm seeing there's a, a, a fence also. The fence is on your portion of, portion of the property, correct? That you guys just put up. It is okay. And, you're really beautifying that area. It's going to be worth way more than $12,000 now. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's the hope, right? Like, take the eyesore away, make things better. That's that's really what it's all about. Can I ask you one more thing? I'm looking at the pictures on your, your husband's Facebook page, and that's it's, they're very similar to the ones that we have at on our website. But I'm looking back to earlier this year, and there's something that he put on Facebook that I wanted to ask you about, okay? Okay. My wife said that if I can get 10 shares, she would buy me a new gun. I hope my friends help me out. I just want to know, did you get let him get a new gun? Cuz I don't I know those never Several. work. 
You did. Good for you. Several. So, so too many yeah. people shared that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I just didn't know if that actually works. <laughs> wow. I don't think it was necessarily the post that works, but at the time, we kind of really needed him. So, um, <laughs> you know, he's been a hunter. Okay. Always. So we've always had guns in the house. But, um, you know, definitely through this experience, we've got a couple nines and another 22, and we got a shotgun on the way. And um, if, if, you know, nothing else, then, um, you know, good fences make good neighbors, like Mark Twain said, I believe it was. Yes. Um, you know, definitely uh, build your arsenal and protect yourself. I like how you describe the guns in the house like they were children. Hey, we've got a couple of nines. Oh, and we've got a shotgun on the oh, way. Oh, you should see him. He's uh, so- <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do the caliber reveal very soon. Good, it's going to be great. Uh, good fences make good neighbors. Or get a sawzall. That also works. <laughs> All right. Well, give your husband our best. And thank you for chatting with us. It's It's... It's pretty extreme, but it's pretty... I think everybody wishes they could do that at one point or another. So, All right, you have a good day. Thanks for chatting with us. You too. Thank you. All righty. Bye. Okay, so it took took five hours to do it. Two Sawzalls, and they did... Did she say they burned up one of them halfway through the job? Going through the asphalt of the roof. Well, and it has... has I'm looking at the pictures of two dorks. They've got... You know, they got the roof line, and then they look like they have like a like a maybe an attic space or a crawl space above the ceiling. Yep. So there's a second set of looks like a floor that they had to cut out too, in addition to the wall and the roof. I mean, that's going to make a lot of noise. I feel like my neighbors would come over and ask me what the heck's going on. Don't worry about it. We're we're solving our disputes like men. Well, and you know they had to keep that extra foot because there's no way you're going to be able to go right along the property line, and as soon as you do, then all hell's going to come back on you. But maybe now they'll be able to buy the property. Or let's see what happens next. Hope everybody's okay. Take the price, cut it in half. Or do you want me to do it for 